Much like the Modest Mouse song from 2007, we're going to fire it up. Folks, it's Radio Free Topag, and I'm Arthur. I'm Donovan. You just stole that from me from right yeah. before we pressed record. How Blatantly. dare you? I know. I have I have no shame. I have no I have no regrets. I'm gonna I'm gonna just do it. Oh, steal the bit? I thought yes. you know, maybe you were announcing something you were gonna do next. No, 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 no. no. I have no plans. You're I have just, no plans for the future. I'm just gonna vibe out. You're just proudly proclaiming your your fucking thievery. And you know what? I do respect that. Uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna steal something from you in the future, so you better keep an eye out. Oh shit. Who knows what it could be? Uh, uh, eagle-eyed or eagle-eeled listeners, rather. That's the phrase that I use on this program. May notice that I have, there's a small, there's like a slight change in the timber of my voice. It's almost like I'm using different equipment uh, this evening. And uh, whenever I'm using different equipment, you know it's time. <laughs> you know it's time, baby. Welcome to the studio. Welcome for his, uh, I believe it's his fourth appearance on Radio Free Tote Bag. Mm-hmm. If we're counting Patreon... This is six. What? Oh, yeah. shit. It's daddy. Yeah, baby. I'm back. They ran out of guests. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after uh, several weeks of scheduling uh, guests, having people come through new faces. To, okay. Well, they weren't all new faces. Some new faces to the show. Less mm-hmm. familiar faces than daddy. Uh, sure. You got to you got to get back to what you know. You know, sometimes you just got to curl up with a book you've read a million times and an apple you've eaten before. You got to get back to, you know, your roots kind of thing. Remember who you are. Have a chill time. Yeah. And that's sometimes you got to throw away the book and throw away the apple and just curl up with daddy instead. That's <laughs> even more true. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Daddy hates books and apples. He sure does. An apple a day uh, will not keep the daddy away. It'll make him show up and angrily take your apple. And uh, mm-hmm. disparage you for choosing such a fruit. Make a better fruit. Yeah. How you doing, pops? I'm not bad, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty fucking cool over here. I got vaccinated yesterday. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Love that. I got the first one uh, on account of smoking in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to a big mass vaccination center. It was all run by like. Air Force guys or something, medics or whatever, giving out these vaccines. And I forgot that soldiers are like 12. I forgot. Yeah. That like your most most of your like infantry, like your frontline dudes are, are like 10 years younger than me. Yeah. I was like, even with the masks on, I kept like making eye contact with people as I was going through. And I was like, holy shit, these people are young. Yeah. <laughs> you forget. Yeah. It's the same thing like when you see somebody um, driving a car and they look like they're 12 years old. Right, mm-hmm. and you're like, how the f- that's no, you shouldn't be doing that. You're supposed to be doing stupid shit, not yeah. invading sovereign nations. Come on. <laughs> uh, but hey, it was fucking efficient, good. And I was in and out of there, and I got to go back in three weeks and get the second one. No side Lord. effects the first time around, uh, except for feeling pretty fucking cool with these dead viruses in me beating them up, kicking them. <laughs> up that feels great. Uh, would you gentlemen like to know what the sixth anniversary gift is? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was for your sixth appearance. I should have gotten you either candy for sweetness. Sure. Of course. Nice. Or iron for strength. I'll take the iron. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? 
You're between gifts, some candy or like what a, a piece of iron or an iron <laughs> supplement. <laughs> I guess a yeah, supplement would is. be the equivalent. That's not a treat. I mean, I don't want. The, I I really thought we were talking about like raw building components. Mm. That's yeah. what I got excited for. I mean, if we're if it's supplements, just give me some candy. Uh, there is also the contemporary or modern gift, which is uh, wood, which signifies a long-lasting and solid marriage. I know what I said about iron before, but I'll take the wood. <laughs> <laughs> what is this you're getting? These you sound like you're referencing a, a guide to. I'm referencing or something. The spruce dot com. <laughs> of course, they'd pick wood. <laughs> <laughs> Your sixth anniversary is known as the Iron Anniversary. It is the traditional anniversary during which you give candy or iron to your better half. <laughs> candy represents the sweetness of marriage, while iron symbolizes the durability of partnership. <laughs> Fuck. I'm so fucking confused by this. Is That's there weird. iron jewelry? Or I've never heard of this being a thing. Why would no, you give you someone know, iron? Candy and iron sounds like a baby metal song. That's true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is to elaborate any further. I'm serious on this. I'm oh, so no, very just, confused. Candy for sweetness, iron for strength. Of course. Of course. They don't need to elaborate because we all know candy for sweetness, yeah, yeah. iron yeah, for strength. Yeah, candy for sweetness, iron for strength. Who could forget? Who could forget <laughs> the first time they received iron? Reminded <laughs> <laughs> them how strong their relationship was. Stronger metals than that, by the way. That shit like rusts and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah it's not great by itself. Iron's a bad choice. Yeah, you got to make with- an alloy. Let's get some titanium. Ooh, that? I was let's gonna get, go tungsten. Let's get. I like. Oh I like it. shit! Yeah. Damn. Arthur reaching into the into the back catalog of uh, precious <laughs> metals here. <laughs> the tungsten anniversary <laughs> uh, represents. Don't they put those in, in fucking ballistic weapons or something? And I'm pretty in, sure. Yeah, there's like tungsten tip. Weight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is tungsten jewelry. You've pierced through each other's. It represents how you've pierced through each other's boundaries and uh, really mm. gotten through major communication. Pierced, I don't think it's weapons they put that other. in. I don't think it's weapons they put that in to add weight. I think that's beats by drag. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Enough of this tomfoolery. I'm talking about uh, gifts and shit. Although, Dylan, we're, we're glad to have you back for the sixth for the sixth time. Thanks, bud. That's crazy. One of our longest running can. guests. You came on for the first time, I think, a few months into the show, right? The longest running guest. That's why I'm here, because <laughs> uh, Aiden Rada came on and was like, come for the title. Can't have that. <laughs> the you're thing far is, away. Yeah, you're, you're, you're at six. I think she's at three. Doesn't matter. And Caroline uh, Stasniav is at, is at two or three as well. It's like yeah. anytime yeah. somebody comes up two, you're like, whoa, I got to come. Tell them to back off. <laughs> right. It's really it's really those two and uh Savannah can't yeah. uh, do this. He's very protective. He's very Savannah's protective at four time. counting the bonus episode that we made to dunk on you. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. I forgot about that little uh side note of this podcast's history. Wow. Look, I'm number one at one thing. Just let me fucking have this. <laughs> <laughs> number one at being number one. And we're yeah. very proud of you for it. Number one at showing up. <laughs> do we want to ask um, our, our new our new weapon, our new arrow in the quiver? Do we want to fire that at Daddy? Yeah. Uh, uh, so we've fam- yeah, you're familiar with our traditional guest question. I am. Um, it took four episodes of being on here for you guys to air three. Yeah, for us to even ask it of you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
we we have a new we have new technology we've developed. Oh. What is your least embarrassing dating or relationship experience? <laughs> oh man. We put years uh, into this developing this second follow-up. Yeah, the R&D, the RFTB R&D <laughs> department really outdoing themselves yet again. Uh it, I don't think it was uh the date itself because the date itself was fine and I ended up uh going out with this person for quite a while. Uh but let you Let's keep in mind, uh, I'm 19 at the time. Mm. Uh, I decided to, uh, I, I had a crush on someone that I'd gone to high school with. We uh, currently worked with each other. Uh, so great time to ask about. And uh, they were sitting behind me in uh, the call center because I worked in a call center. And uh, I turned around. And I asked her, uh, I'm not going to say her name, so we'll just say it's Arthur. Uh, <laughs> I turned around and I said, uh, hey, Arthur, are is there any good movies that are supposed to be coming out this weekend? And uh, Arthur said, yeah, I th- uh, there's this one, which kind of sounds okay. And then uh, showing my age, uh, Lucky Number Slevin is coming out and that looks really good. And I was like, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what uh, What time should I come and pick you up? And Arthur was like, eight. There you go. And just turned around and went back to work. And I was like, yep, cool. Nailed it. Damn. That was the smoothest I've ever been. It was the smoothest I ever will be. <laughs> it's going to have a high be- water mark like that. Yeah. Because that was before I went through some shit and got anxiety. Sure. Uh, it's never happening again. <laughs> never. That was my never. arc too, where I just had a load of blind confidence in high school. And so yeah. I just asked people out and shit because I... It's not even that I didn't care. I think I just wasn't aware. I wasn't at all self-aware to yeah. a degree that gave me just blind confidence. And, uh, you uh, came up this morning. Uh, we were playing Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, I mentioned uh, a guest that we we may very well have coming up very soon that we managed to secure. Uh, and uh, I said to Savannah, or um, she says to me, "Well, how did how did you get him?" And I go, Donovan's completely unearned white man confidence. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Just shoot your shot. Just say shit to people. And sometimes they're like, yeah, we'll be on your broadcast. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I will say the difference in arc I've gone through is, well, before it was the blind. I am fucking incredible. And so nothing, everybody will want to hear from me. Then the anxiety pits. Now I'm yeah. to the point where I'm like, uh, we're, we're feeling good about this show. I feel pretty good. Uh, and I feel extra good because typically it's midnight and I'm on my sleeping pills. Uh-huh. Uh, sure. And then I just shoot out some goofy messages. And sometimes yeah. it comes back and that's nice. Speaking of feeling good, uh, <laughs> this first Reddit question has a question to ask her feeling good uh, because... Uh, it's her first clip wank, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it? First time post a long time reader. Sorry for any formatting issues on mobile. Throw away because people know me main. But a moderately adventurous sex life, life so far sexually. This was a new one for me. I've had a VCH, that's a vertical clitoral hood piercing, since my late teens. Never thought to remove it since then because 
It's quite useful waypoint for dudes that would otherwise wander too far from the North Star, and it feels really good when grinding and or humping. Yes, it was boredom that brought me to this discovery. After finding a video Nina Hartley did with Sonny Lane on how to eat pussy, I highly recommend it. You are veering into the Southern Hemisphere violently. <laughs> and she did this shaft wank thing. Anyway, I want to try it. I thought I was doing it. It felt good, but meh. So I had to take out the piercing so I could get a better view with me mirror and saw that while I was on the right spot, I wasn't getting any clit head as exposed as this. And a couple other research videos were showing. Uh, the piercing was in my way. So I moved <laughs> it to be more akimbo and opened myself up more with one hand and set off to jerking. Oh, Oh my God. Wow. So it's way more intense than any orgasm I've had before. And now I can't get enough. I'm wondering, has any other women tried this and had the same explosive results posted by throw clit wank? And I haven't done an, any kind of accent for an extended period of time in some time. And that was difficult. It sounded like a struggle, yeah. yeah that was not easy. Mr. Worldwide over here. <laughs> More like Mr. Owie. <laughs> fucking got him. Uh, well, uh, you're in luck here, question asker, uh, asking about click questions, because you've got three folks with penises right here, yeah. just experts on the subject. Just ready to go. Tell you all about it. Which, uh, uh, which one of you have uh, most recently stroke your clit it's been a minute yeah. <laughs> aren't, we, aren't we born with clits initially and then they turn into uh, yes yeah into it's a peni. similar similar little uh nubbin so maybe i was in the in the womb scratching the record nubbin perhaps sure so maybe that <laughs> sure. was the last time i think the more accurate way to go into this is if, if we if any of us been with a partner with a vagina with a hood piercing yes mm, i've not it, have you did, so did you did you ask anything did you learn anything from this experience or uh they talk about it at all uh <laughs> not really uh, the only thing i really learned is just be fucking careful with your teeth because uh fuck your shit up on oh, that thing yeah ah. fucking, my fucking tank i had uh, that experience with a tongue piercing and and taking up the teeth and uh, yeah that, that tends to be the making out well, i guess that could be more Possibly more aggressive. Yeah, more teeth potential to bump into. I don't know why I'm thinking about this out loud. Tell me about the clit piercing. Speak on it. Yeah, well, I mean, what do you want to know? Like, I mean, it's it's pretty good for oral sex. <laughs> like, mm. but was, is it because you can you can kind of use that to lift up the hood? Is it that it adds more sensation to it? Do you know what I'm that, saying? I mean, once you're you know once you've been at it for a minute, yes, but. Uh, before that, like just moving it is obviously making contact. Uh, right. I so, uh, as long as you're, I don't know, <laughs> you're not a guided missile going straight for clit town. Like <laughs> if you preheated the <laughs> oven a little bit, you're okay. As long as you're not a laser guided weapon. Uh, <laughs> about to land on a wedding in clit town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck um have it, uh, another feature of this of course is the technique she described uh sort of a, a shaft wank 
sure as she described it has anybody ever uh, attempted anything like that like a sort of like a trying to go vertically or like i guess that would be laterally along the length of the clitoris with a stroking motion has anyone ever attempted this yes i'm not personally mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes but not yeah. as not typically in like a uh, what's the word? I'm not doing that for a long time. Typically, like yeah. you might get a little finger on each side of the hood, kind of, <laughs> and yeah, and it's. But that, that, I feel like that's more in a foreplay kind of moving in that direction way. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like I've had partners who are really into that. Now that I think mm-hmm. about it, but I can't remember super well. Maybe that's the move. It be. could. I mean, you know, and everybody is different. But I'd imagine, sure. like Dylan, like you're saying, with having this, you know, having this piercing adds just another element of. Uh, a sensation to the whole thing. I imagine that's a pretty good time. Sure. But I mean, as question asker describes it, the, the piercing made that particular, uh, fighting style a little more difficult to perform. <laughs> yeah. I, see. I like fighting style. That's strong. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that getting, I could see that getting in the way with, uh, with certain movements. It seems like that could be something you could combine with a vibrator. It'd probably be good. Mm. Uh, that's a 10, four for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, because you're not, you're not, I don't know. It probably gets some of the vibration in it too, but not so much getting knocked around in a way that would not be pleasant. Right. Get All a vibrator right. in there. That seems, that seems like a good time. And uh, that's the expert advice we have for you on that one. That's good advice generally. Get yeah. a vibrator in there. Yeah, that yeah, is sure. good advice generally. It can add to most situations. I also feel like the, the variation in uh, lit sizes is going to play a pretty big part in this that's too. very yeah. true too. Yeah, kind of depends if it if it's more maybe more suitable for certain kind of body types than others. Right. Yeah. I feel like the smaller it is, the more difficult that would be to do. If you have an infant thumb for a clit, then it's yeah. You just jerk that thing off. Just jerk off the infant thumb. <laughs> Look, Donovan my, is showing that's us an adult his, thumb. That's yeah, not... Donovan is showing us his adult thumb right now. <laughs> But on the screen, it's small in the window that okay. has me in yeah, it. I so I was like, perhaps. Sure. But in, I mean, in that regard, you are also small. <laughs> well, I like the parallax. Infant Donovan. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. When you're looking at yourself in like the Zoom window, that's what you looked like when you were a baby. Fun fact. Yeah. Baby <laughs> Donovan had a mustache, by the way. He did. That's true. I came out the womb with this sucker. You know what else is coming out of the womb? My womb. It's the question box. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Question box time. Question box time. We're in the question box and I'm making a rhyme. It's the anonymous question box. It's the part of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions into us. We'll read them and we'll answer them to the best of our abilities. Uh, if you're new to the show or you haven't done that before, you can find a link to the question box at our website, rftb.me, uh, or on our social media, Instagram at Radio Free Tote Bag, or Twitter at rftbpod. Don't have to make an account. It's anonymous. And uh, we usually record Tuesdays. If you get it before then, uh, we'll usually get to it on that week's episode. But this week, this week we have man, less of a question, maybe more of a suggestion. Uh, for our my dear co-host here. Okay. This listener asks uh, or says, maybe Arthur can move in with me and mm. I'll get relationship advice daily instead of weekly. Ellipsis. <laughs> what do you think about that? 
I mean, that's another fighting style for the clit, too, right there. <laughs> uh, a little peek behind the kimono. I think I actually know who this is. Um, I am actually looking for uh, a place to stay, and this person is is being quite generous in their in their offer for me. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe I will fucking move in with you, question asker, and maybe I will give you relationship advice daily. Relationship. Relationship. <laughs> Dream catchers. <laughs> Dream catchers. Now he's going Irish. Rated <laughs> relationship. <laughs> and if you donate to the Patreon, uh, Donovan and I will also move in with you as well. <laughs> if you donate enough for a mortgage payment, we will make the RFTB gamer house. Whoa. That's right. Whoa. That's right. <laughs> but instead of like shitty tech advertisers, sponsors everywhere, it's just various Kratom companies. on the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But all the furniture in the house is gamer chairs. Right. Absolutely. That's all we have. <laughs> All the keyboards in the house do have lights in them. Did you see somebody had posted a picture of a dining room table, but it had fucking RGB lighting in every seat with a gamer chair? <laughs> That's so good, though. Jesus uh, Christ. Just awesome. Fucking lean into that aesthetic. Oh, fuck. Powerful. Oh, hey, uh, perhaps you will get your relationship advice daily uh, with our new Patreon package. <laughs> hit it up get yep. in there and uh yep. hey i'm gonna take this moment too uh, as we gotta start doing this more often to plug our patreon and our new system of having a bonus uh, episode every single week yep. typically with the guest who was on past few weeks we've had a narada we've had katie rose leon we've had liam anderson all of the bonus episodes we've had daddy in the past come on behind the paywall we spin the kink wheel we have a great time if you don't do it, I will cyber bully you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and ads you, over. And you can have us move in with you for enough money. Yeah. And you can have that. And uh, then I can just bully you in person if you don't pay up. <laughs> Analog bullying. <laughs> yeah. That's the $10.50 tier. Yeah, this is the, the, the vinyl of bullying, folks. <laughs> Limited edition. Acoustic bullying. Perfect. Hey, thank you for uh, your question, though. And if you're out there and you got something to send it to us, we uh, we'd love to read them. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, here's one. This is a serious one. This is something I I don't know why we haven't gotten to this before. It's a pretty important topic, one near and dear to my heart. Why are bisexuals so discriminated against? Okay, so maybe discriminated is too harsh a word, but there's definitely a double whammy going on with people who identify as bisexual from both the straight and gay groups. Both groups basically want bisexuals to, quote, pick a side and believe that you are either gay, straight people opinion, or a tourist, gay people opinion. I think it's a form of insecurity that you feel like there's a double competition. I don't identify as bisexual because I've almost exclusively have almost exclusively sexual attraction to women, but can be attracted in other ways to men. But I don't mind if people use bisexual to describe me because it is a label that mainstream society can understand. Maybe it is because most people think bisexuals are equally attracted to both sexes, but I think that is almost never the case. In fact, most bisexuals have a preference for one sex, but can be attracted to the other sexually or romantically. I understand that this is all confusing and may seem, quote, demanding, but think about all the people who feel they have to identify as straight or gay because it is just easier when in reality their sexuality is more nuanced. That was posted by user. That's enough internet one. 
I think they're onto it at the end there with the nuance comment, because that's what I was going to say. I think yeah. people in general have trouble with identities and, you know, culturally, uh, people are realizing they have identities that weren't an uh, opportunity in the past or were kind of discouraged or you were never informed about. And, uh, you know, that can be confusing to people, especially people who maybe are insecure in their own footing, you know, in those places where it's just all these more things to consider. Maybe it could be kind of overwhelming. Uh, this also, you know, reminds me of, of a similar kind of nuanced situation where there's not clear cut where, uh, I've heard a lot of biracial people talk about how you kind of get flack from, from both sides of it for not being enough of that. And I feel like it falls kind of in that same kind of place, uh, especially with something like, you know, gay culture that because of, uh, you know, all this discrimination there's been is pretty tight knit, I would imagine. And, uh, you know, somebody coming in and kind of being half in there, I could see being like, Oh, you're not all on board with this, like fuck off. But again, you know, why would everything be black and white? Like, nothing works like that where things fall into neat little categories. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really useful. The Kinsey scale here is very useful to understand. Uh, some people are all the way one way, uh, but I think most people fall more like closer to the center of the spectrum than you might uh, initially imagine. Uh, I have... Uh, come to identify myself as a, as a heteroromantic bisexual in that uh, I will get busy with uh, with gentlemen, but I prefer to be romantic with women, right? Uh, which puts me in a unique position to get shit from the gay community for being a tourist. I show up uh, and, uh, you know, I get with a, with a gentleman. Each and like, shoots and leaves, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um but that doesn't make my identity any less valid. It's just it's how I it's how I operate sexually, and so I, I think it's just a matter of people getting over, just getting over it. Uh, just it's just it's a matter of in so many in so many situations, uh, just let people do what they want to do, and it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. I've heard a lot of this from like uh, friends of mine, where uh, it's not just uh, bisexual people; it's pan people as well sure. and then there's that whole disparity between those two and i would have to think i don't i don't even want to say that i would have to hope uh that that is at least getting better uh more so than it was you know just a couple of years ago with uh people becoming uh more comfortable with uh their sexual identity and more aware of the identities of those around them right right like, I would really hope that that's at least, like, improving bit by bit as time goes on right now. I I feel like that. Arthur, uh, you actually being bisexual, what's... Uh, sure. What's, what, have you had an experience with that in terms of, I don't know, any kind of progress over time you felt? Uh, I don't know. I think... I, I, was, I was very involved with queer student groups uh, when I was in college, and uh, I think bisexuals are definitely uh like men i won't say minimized but there's like sort of like it's the it's the gay student group and you're like and we're here too right <laughs> um uh i remember uh my my girlfriend at the time uh and i were on a panel of bisexuals at a uh at a student event um 
just get a bunch of bisexuals together and we're going to talk about our experiences and all that stuff. We're going to, it's better know a bisexual, right? And uh, we, we were on the panel and somebody asked a question about, uh, I think it was specifically mine and Sarah. Sarah was her name. I'm going to say it, but our relationship. Uh, and she pointed at me and then pointed at herself and said, what about this reads as straight? to anybody like this is a queer relationship <laughs> we have to be we have to have uh different uh gender identities but this what about this is straight right uh, and it got a big laugh and i i think that that's an important distinction there that uh you can have like it's sort of like you can have a queer identity to your relationship even if it reads as classically straight like there's a there's sort of For like sure. a queer dynamic that you can have in a relationship that way yeah, absolutely. And I feel like that, you know, putting that much of your identity, like, on who you are currently seeing, like, that's that's a whole lot of fucking pressure, you know? Sure. That seems real unhealthy and unstable right. and bad. Right, having to live up to some kind of ideal of what you're supposed to be. Yeah. To do it right or whatever. Yeah, or the idea that uh, though the two of us... Uh, both she and I were uh, attracted to people of our own gender in the past that suddenly were straight because we're attracted to each other. Exactly. It makes no sense. Makes no sense. Bi- bisexual people don't, it's not like an on off light. I'm like, oh, right. they're straight for, oh, wait, oh, they're gay now. Oh, oh gay now. Oh, oh, straight again. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I think Donovan kind of put it the best. He was like, you know, people doing it right. Cause that, like, Everybody out here is just doing it right. You see that all the time, how right everyone's doing it, right? <laughs> Nothing's bad for anybody. Exactly. And uh, another thing is just with any situation like this where there is a norm and then there's a group of people who have been ostracized and then another group of people who have been ostracized, typically there's going to be a commonality between those two groups of just the experience of not being part of the norm or being discriminated against. Yeah. And I feel like you definitely, I mean, that's what intersectionality is all about. You got to focus on that stuff and, you know, work together because a lot of times you're all kind of suffering from the same you know, power structures or, or, or how be it. Get with nuance, people. That's what, that's the moral to the story, basically. Things don't have to be things, people, you don't even have to live up to whatever fucking label you have. Like, it just, yeah. you know, judge people on, on their fucking actions if they're being decent. You know, if they're being respective of other orientations, that's really the only criteria uh, we should really be focused on, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Us like, uh, I say this to Donovan, not you, mm-hmm. but like us straight white dudes, like or straight white people in general, like need to do better, obviously, for sure. But that doesn't mean that like everyone can't be doing better. Like that's not going to benefit everyone else. Right. Know? Exactly. Like you, you see that a lot. Uh, uh, like uh like on gay dating apps so i'm on the grinder everyone knows i'm out in the i'm out on this grind and uh and uh i there's little psas that pop up in the app that are like hey don't be fucking racist like (laughs) there's like like a problem in the in the gay community particularly among like like uh racial preferences on dating apps and stuff and apparently people are shitty in that way so uh I don't know. I guess the message is that like because you have a marginal identity doesn't make you immune to being shitty to other people with marginal identities that differ from yours. Right. Yeah. 
Um, and it also, it's like, it doesn't need to be a, it, it cannot be a contest while also respecting that some people have right. dealt with more than others. Right. But it doesn't mean that like, okay, well, we need to draw a line with how much you've experienced where you're allowed to be included. Cause mm-hmm. you know, that just <laughs> it becomes exclusive and creates the same fucking problem. You know, you see with mainstream institutions. Yeah. All gatekeeping sucks. Yeah. Pretty much. All of it. And nobody much. wins at the oppression Olympics is what I've heard. Yeah, that is true. Uh, the only gatekeeping that's good is the gate to the paywall. Uh, Patreon.com slash RFP. Fuck. We got anything else on this? Or we want to get on to this next one. Uh, uh, bisexual liberation now. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck them. Hell yeah. <laughs> fuck them up. Get them. Get them. with the. Uh, Hit him Go with uh, coke. God, God damn it! Coke okay. Yeah. Oh, what's what's with the change in definition of vanilla sex? <laughs> Quote unquote. What's with the current trend of feeling like you need to swing from a trapeze in a full leather cat suit with your hands handcuffed behind your back to be "quote unquote" good at sex these days? I'm in my 30s, so porn was just starting to become more easily available on the internet in my teens, where you had to wait 20 minutes for one picture to slowly download. And 20s. It was definitely watched, but probably less by women than in modern times. So it wasn't solely everyone's first sexual education, if you will. It used to be vanilla meant you were into just missionary. It didn't do many positions. Now it seems you're vanilla if you don't want to be choked, slapped, give a slobbering, tear-stained, deep-throat blowjob, in any other manner of sex act that used to be reserved solely for the BDSM world. For people in their late teens, 18 plus, and 20s, that's still me, technically. Uh, has your experience been that people are expecting more BDSM-style sex from the beginning? What are your feelings on this? This was posted by Pineapple Giggles. Yeah, yeah. Can I Can I get the camera on me real quick? Sure. Yo, this dude a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and he put on his sunglasses on and he leaned back in his Bepis t-shirt. Uh, thank you for that. Very welcome. It's the nuance shit again. Yeah. Is it not? You know, I think so. entirely. More I options are becoming like known to be available. Yes. More people are into those options who just didn't know they weren't before. It's not that they have become corrupted or something. You know, and so it becomes a little like more mainstream and, and, and more encountered. And so, you know, yeah, straight up missionaries, d- vanilla relatively. Yeah. Like, it, let's example here. Uh, Donovan, you like uh, exploring a butt. Yeah. Plumbing the depths, if you will. Sure. Yeah. Uh, did you know that you liked doing that until you saw that done? No. Yeah. No, no, of fucking course you didn't. (laughs) Because how the fuck would you even know about it? Yeah. (laughs) Poop come out that. Yeah. Like, how would would you know if you would like uh, a deep, sloppy throat job Mm. if you've never, if that concept has never been presented to you before? 
This mm-hmm. exact. I'll, I'll say again. This dude a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if I may be fucking Andy Rooney for a second, there is a certain amount of pornification in sex. Sure. Uh, particularly uh, in where people like to put the ejaculate. <laughs> sure. Uh, and I, it, it absolutely is just what you, you folks were saying about how uh, you're not going to know to do a thing until you see it modeled. It's it's very monkey see, monkey do. We absolutely are just like primates going like, well, that seems pretty fucking cool. I think I'm going to give that a try. Yeah. Uh, and that's just where we are and what we do and what life is like for us now. And we have a wider variety of uh, of sexual experiences to, to view. Uh, and so we're going to try more shit. Right. And this dude's example sucks, too, because if you'll notice, all those things that he listed are also not missionary. Like, sure. I don't know. This dude sucks. <laughs> just get also, over it. If you don't like that shit, don't do that shit. Yeah. Find someone else who doesn't like doing that shit and then right. just be fine with it. Right. And that's, and that's what I was going to get at. It's that, you know, it, 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 and I don't know if the, well, I mean, this is kind of an example. Uh, it, it's the situation where you're in a place of privilege where your lifestyle is normalized. You don't have to uh, worry about any threats to it. Right. Uh, and you have no trouble moving throughout the world. When that fucking changes, all of a sudden, that seems like a huge problem because you've never had that before. And so everybody's into this thing, you know, and you're in the basic stuff, which used to be all the rage, you know, and so I, you feel left out and all that. But again, it's not that people are becoming corrupted. It's just that the whole time you were into different stuff than everybody else. And that's OK, but it's just that's not the there's there's nothing better about the way that you're doing it than somebody else as long as everybody's, you know, having a consensual good time. I see. Okay. I like what you said about privilege because now I'm thinking this is some rich dude Mm. who's like, what do I need to be good at sex for? What do I need to learn (laughs) about sex? If we're fucking on a yacht, Mm. my yacht in the river Thames, that's, (laughs) I don't know where yachts go. (laughs) That's like the, that's like, the yacht on the Ohio River. Yeah, more or less, I think. I think the Thames is pretty gnarly. Not sting. Dude. <laughs> it stinks. I, but she's I, not going to care about that smell. No. If we're drinking very expensive champagne she smells, on my Thames yacht, on my stink yacht, she smells money on the stink yacht. That's right. Uh, again, uh, though, it's just like it's just you know. The common problem of when you're in a position or perspective, you understand it well because you're in it, or at least you think you do, uh, and you don't understand the ones that you're not in. And so you kind of assume that your thing is the good and normal way to do it because you understand it. But again, that's not the case, and that's not a good mentality to have going forward because maybe you're one of those people missing out on shit. It doesn't have to be BDSM type stuff. You know, right. There's all kinds of fucking kinks out there. I love that too. Where like he just jumps from there. Things can only be completely vanilla or BDSM. <laughs> yes. and that's it. There isn't. There isn't an in between. There's nothing else. It just shows it's a just, lack of understanding. It's a Venn diagram, and it's two separate circles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Once I got into BDSM, I just regular blowjobs. I just fucking hate that shit now. <laughs> Fuck blowjobs. Regular sex. Fuck that. Right. It's not I will like say that. more people are willing to try the pooper. That's true. Oh, yeah. Enough. This is very true. That's true. You're probably cool with that. You probably think that's fine. Fucking asshole. Yeah. 
Fucking asshole. I will say, if you won't fuck a butt, or if you'll fuck a butt and you won't eat a butt, don't even go out in public, man. Very, very true. (laughs) Don't talk to people. I will say, uh, as the as the person on the show in the late teens and twenties category, (laughs) 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 I have had the experience that. Maybe not expecting, but I definitely feel like I've encountered it more. A part is because I'm into it, you know, and so I'd bring it up if I've, you know, been with a partner enough that we're kind of comfortable or they've brought it up or something. I would, you know, so I mean, that, that's probably an element, but I, I would say people I've kind of been with and when I've been dating and stuff, uh, definitely more open to it, more common than, I, than you might expect, you know, because like yeah. I'm saying, I think everybody's. Everybody wants to try something weird and different. Typically with sex, it's fun to do something kind of new and interesting. And it's just BDSM happens to be among kinks, the, one of the more well-known and common ones, too. Yeah. Uh, is anyone trying feet? Do you think feet is the more... <laughs> I bet this dude's into feet. The way this dude talk. <laughs> yeah. This I is a foot guy. That. He's a it's yacht a... guy. He's probably a foot guy. He's I, definitely a footman, if you will. Yeah. These are correlated. Yeah. I don't like this BDSM stuff. What happened to the good old days when you just take your yacht down to St. James Island? And <laughs> just good, normal sex. Some good, normal, coming on feet sex. Mm-hmm. What do we got next here, buckaroo? Let's take a look here. I came in my shorts! <laughs> and I'm freaking out, man! I never had sex before, never even let a girl touch my dick before, and I've been seeing this girl 19F. I really like it. She definitely has more experience than me, which is great, because at least one of us knows what the fuck they're doing. She's a sophomore, my sister's friend, and I'm a freshman, and I think uh, I'm hype, and I think I'm hype that she's even interested in me. We were making out, and she was sitting on me like her vagina was directly on top of my dick. (laughs) Then she started touching me, and we were still kissing. Things kind of went downhill when she put her she when she put my hands on her butt. I started breathing really weird. Then I stopped <laughs> kissing her and looked down. I, I said I was sorry, and she got off of me and said it was okay. I don't know why, but it was the most humiliating thing that's ever happened to me. I nutted because she touched my dick and let me touch her ass. I pretty much bolted after that, and she texted me, "Everything okay? I hope I didn't make you uncomfortable." But I don't know what to say or even how to come back from that. This is posted by user previous discussions. I like this guy. Yeah. I like the gal too. I you do. have the situation. He's super anxious and in, in books and you check in. You're like, hey, I hope you didn't make you uncomfortable. That's fucking cool. Hey, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I put your hands on my butt. <laughs> sorry. My ass was too fucking good. <laughs> I'm sorry. My dumper was too powerful for you. Yeah. I I think this is pretty common, especially yeah. early on in the sexual experience. Fucking adorable, yeah. So yeah. cute, it's big, cute. There's there is something very innocent and and fun about that. I'm well, not at the time though. I'm fucking thinking back to going on my first. I wasn't even a date. Like I liked this girl at school. I was 15. Ended up being my first girlfriend, and I just she invited me over to her place. I'd never been to like just gone to a girl's place, and I'm so yeah. fucking nervous and shit. And we're watching uh, The Simpsons on the mm-hmm. couch, and she's like, "Do you want to cuddle?" And I was like, "Yeah, okay." 
and her putting her body up against me, I immediately fucking pop a boner. And I am mm. like, oh my God, she's going to fucking feel it. She's going to be freaked the fuck out. We're never going to talk like all this fucking shit. And uh, I like, I just had to get up and go to the bathroom uh-huh. And I not even in like a jerk off way, not even like blast and rope. I was just like, like so distance. fucking anxious. I was just like, I need to talk this thing down basically <laughs> so that we, like this could be okay. And I went back out and it fucking happened again. And it just like oh. kept fucking going on. I used to call that uh, surrendering the launch codes is what I used to call that. <laughs> It's a good description because it's you're so good. fucking vulnerable. And you don't under the launch codes. <laughs> you don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, but ultimately, like it ended up being fine. You know, especially if she's experienced, she's probably experienced this before or yeah. something similar. You know, this isn't uncommon. Yeah, penis haver is gonna get turgid when. Uh... There's opportunity, you know, especially yeah, this early on. Fuck. Yeah. Especially true. being that young, yeah. man. Penis Come is on. being gorging. <laughs> That's what the you fully gorged, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking gorged, man? Yeah, no. Like this is the thing, especially like when when she messages you messages you and is like, it, you know, everything cool. You're you it's totally fine to be embarrassed. Oh yeah. yeah. And you can just that that is a person that is cool enough that you can be like, yeah, I was just super embarrassed, and also, you know, uh, my under fucking wear was sticky. <laughs> so I, had to, I had to remedy that situation because yeah. uh, your ass just took a hold of me in a way I couldn't understand. <laughs> it took me away. To, it took me away to a whole new place. Oh, uh, that's fucking funny. I think so too. She's clearly comfortable enough, like opening up, sharing emotions like that. I think you just be straight up about it. Say you're embarrassed. I think she's yep. going to find that endearing is right. Respect it. on this. If she's this rad, you were not her first premature come. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> too. Can you imagine being a girl this age and just like the fucking, like for the first time it happens, you're like, Oh, okay. All right. So that's how that, that's what happens there. That's how that works. And then the next time it happens, you're just like, man, these fuck- every time they're just going to jizz in their pants. This is like right. a landmine. How the fuck do you just walk <laughs> around like that? Right. This, bump into something. This ass just got them powers. <laughs> She's got tick marks scratched into her wallet. <laughs> uh, I'll say, too, you know, opening up that line and being vulnerable there and communicating about this also, like, sets up a very good thing going forward where you're both comfortable about talking about things like this. And if you're somebody like new sexual experience and all that, and you can have that like going to begin with, that's huge. That's like a really great place to be in uh, for like healthy sexual development that you can, you know, try new things and all that with this person and then kind of discuss afterwards and be okay to express that you're uncomfortable. So I think you're in a great situation here, despite the sticky pants. Sure. <laughs> yeah, just uh, clean them shits out, and uh, you know, hit her up. Yeah, go for round two. Keep the next time she tries to, on. yeah, mm. <laughs> or the next time she tries to put uh, your hands on her butt, T pose, <laughs> T pose on her. There you go. Establish dominance. It'll be uh, then you get into some BDSM stuff. Yeah, <laughs> T pose is the fundamental move. Right, you're gonna learn some stuff. All right. Uh, hey, speaking of cum, why does my GF come more quickly when I shake her ass and cowgirl? <laughs> Hi there. 
Hey. My GF oh. asked me to post this because we can't really figure it out, and we're curious. Recently, we were having sex, and she was on top, cowgirl. Without really thinking, I grabbed her ass on both sides and started, I don't know, kind of jiggling it. <laughs> but like, sort of hard. <laughs> it isn't like I was bouncing her up and down, more like just kind of shaking her ass. I got a big reaction from her, and she asked me to keep doing it. I did, and she came really quick. Since then, doing the same thing causes her to speed come. <laughs> pretty dramatic effect, so we're both curious what's going on. She doesn't seem to think it's about her clit grinding against me. She's pretty sure of that. My guess is that something about it is stimulating whatever gets stimulated when I rub her asshole or when we occasionally do anal, from which she comes really hard and really quickly. Still, I'm just wondering if anybody knows a bit more about what might be going on here. Is this a common thing? Never really heard about girls getting off really fast when someone shakes their ass during sex. As I'm typing this, I'm realizing I haven't really tried it in the same way in other positions. Maybe we'll try that and see if it yields the same results, and perhaps that will shine some additional light on what's happening. Anyway, if you have thoughts on what's causing this, please let us know. Thanks. Posted by Throweo2. God, this is so good. I really appreciate the scientific approach that this person is taking. Yeah, they're really doing research here. Defining them variables, fucking explaining those previous experiments, we can uh, build on that research. Fantastic. You know how there there are things in this world that don't really have a name, little concepts or moves that uh, that everybody does that don't have a name. Like, have you heard of rumbling your ears? I guess that does have a name. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. I know what like you're talking about, though. It's something you don't ever hear about. Nobody ever talks about it. You have to kind of search it, seek it out, and find it, right? You got to hear it yourself. Yeah, that's why you've never heard of girls coming really fast when you shake their ass while you're penetrating them, right? Because <laughs> there's not a good pithy thing for it. It's sort of just a phenomenon that you just have to stumble into. Um, I don't know. I think I think uh, a lot of partners I've been with uh, have enjoyed this in this position, and I think that's just like a feature. Right. I shake the mommy milkers. Call that a big mm. flurry. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck. You look so fucking proud of yourself right now. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, I'm just so surprised you didn't put on your sunglasses when you said that. <laughs> That's going to be behind the, the paywall of the sunglasses Ugh. coming mm. up, folks. Uh, God damn. I, think, I think that's a really good point you're getting to, Arthur, with the uh, with, uh, unnamed kind of universal things. Yeah. Because uh, we've all done this, I assume. Yeah. You're shaking yeah. ass. It's pretty great. She's on, she's on top. You're like hands on the hips. And then it's a, just a short jaunt to getting around the back. And you fucking. Blah, 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 right. Squeeze the cheeks. Spread the cheeks. Love spread the cheeks. Response from that. the cheeks. You must slap the cheeks. Slap the cheeks. You know, and it, it, I'm wow. sure it depends how excited you get, you know, uh, how much pleasure you kind of get from per their theory. Maybe it, maybe it's a bot related thing. Uh, yeah, you know, that's just stimulating the other areas or just adding to the whole uh, yeah. sex thing in a big way. It's really uh, like you're just adding more stimulation mm-hmm. and that's not usually a bad thing. Right. That's where I wanted to get with this specific case is I think she really likes the butt. I think she likes to have her butt touched, played with, rubbed, fucked, fingered, 
and slathered and etched. <laughs> et. <laughs> trying to think of more verbs. I was trying to think of the Waffle House menu for the hash browns. <laughs> scattered chunks, smothered, oh, no. covered. No, not, not scattered and chunked. Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. Capped. Capped. Yeah, don't forget about capped. Putting the cap in the ass. That's what that means. Okay. Well, how about that? Oh, fuck that stupid. I think you're definitely, I think you're definitely onto something. Uh, that just... It, She's particularly into that region, which is a good, uh, which yeah. is a good sign. You can yeah. add on to that. Get a fucking paddle in there. If she's into that aspect, <clears throat> you know, all kinds of all kinds of shit you could be doing. Get into some butt play if it's to that degree that she's into it. And, I mean, she uh, said. She, I mean, he said that she comes super hard when he talks about. Oh, right, I forgot about yeah. that. Slap yeah. a butt plug in there. I, oh, I think you uh-huh. got the theory right, and perhaps this is a, a good trick to try out if you haven't tried it. If you got a partner who's into butt type stuff. Mm. Butt type. Is that like a Pokemon type? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Really, really good against ghost. <laughs> Why would it be good against ghosts? Don't worry about it. Yeah, particularly effective against normal type, because uh fucking Ooh. vanilla is over. That's right. Vanilla's canceled. Get out of here with your yachts. They're trying to <laughs> And then the fleet sailed away. Uh, <laughs> Arthur, you want to talk to us about these mouth fingers? Yeah. <laughs> Just, hey, quick, guys, quick question. Why Why do guys put their fingers in your mouth during sex? <laughs> what it says, basically, edit, guys, girls, slash any gender. Here's my story. I haven't really hooked up with that many people before, so I don't have a ton of experience with hookups. But I was hooking up with this guy last night, and after he started getting really into it i pinned him down and got on top of him to ride him and he stuck a finger in my mouth (laughs) i just started sucking it and licking it like it was a dick uh is that what i was supposed to do in that situation he seemed to really enjoy it but like why i was kind of caught off guard uh but he started moaning and dirty talking a lot more when i did that uh which i thought was hot and of course I didn't mind having this guy pinned under me, like moaning about how hot I was and how good it felt. It was a nice little ego boost. Uh, I was blowing him after that, and I needed to take a break to just uh, use my hands. So I grabbed his finger to suck on it again, and he came right when I did that, even though all I was doing was like a slow handy J. He told me after that it was like the best sex he's he's ever had. And he seemed super into me because of it, uh, so I know he really enjoyed it. But hopefully, that wasn't just because I sucked his finger. Anyway, is this a thing that I'm not aware of, or does this guy have a kink? Uh, I don't really mind either way. I was fine doing it, and he liked it, so no judgment or anything. But I just have not experienced that before, so I'm curious now. Does anyone else really like having their fingers sucked on during sex or have experience with it? And if so... What about is it? What about it is enjoyable? That was posted by user substantial ad two eight one two. Folks, the fingers are the penises of the hands. Yeah. <laughs> you're on to the right thing with it. Like it was a dick. I mean, that's kind of the that's kind of the thing, right? Yeah, I mean the the stomach is the the gateway to the heart. The eyes are the gateway to the soul, and the fingers are the gateway to the dick. <laughs> Uh, I remember I was on a long car trip. Uh, we were coming back from, uh, 
some someplace up north. We're driving back to our college apartment, and uh, girlfriend's driving the car, and I reach over and I grab I grab her hand. Okay. Ooh. I give her the fucking I give her the Joe Biden. I just like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I suck I suck a single finger while she's driving the car, and uh, we got home and it was marvelous, fucking incredible. The sex we had. So like it's like a heightening thing, and it's just like with any other sort of sexual stimulus. It's just like things that don't necessarily seem particularly erogenous or maybe wouldn't be that effective on their own when combined with other uh, features of sexuality are quite good. Yeah. It's just, it feels good. It's teasing. Yes. Right. It's like, you know what else could be in here that isn't your finger. Don't you? Yeah. Don't you? <laughs> Bomb pop. Bomb pop. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog ice cream bar. <laughs> Those are sexy. Holy fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, what were we talking about? Fingers in the mouth. Right? Sucking them fangs. Sucking the fangs. I feel the foreplay and kind of sensation element in uh, two ways, too, where it's kind of got there, – there is a physical sensation to it, right? And, like, your mm-hmm. hand's got lots of receptors in them because you got to touch shit. Yeah. And, uh, it's also kind of like a feeling that's out there. It doesn't really feel like something you normally experience. And, yeah. Uh, so what Dylan's saying, it, it, it is kind of just like a heightening thing. But also, good move if you're into kind of the dominance kind of thing. You get a finger or two in the mouth, like when you're having sex, like a, a ball gag kind of function. Mm. Yep. can also be extremely hot. Okay. I'll have to give that a shot. That sounds fantastic. Mouth fingers brought to you by Radio Free Tote Bag. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to too much BTB. I thought you were going to say brought to you by Raytheon. I was going to get really upset. <laughs> uh, good fucking times. Uh, let's see. Oh, I will uh, leave you with one, uh, one little story related to this question. Actually. I got oh, sure. Sure. Had a notorious thing going with a gal for a while. Wondering if they were going to hook up sort of situation. They finally did. And he reports to us the next day. That he went for the mouth fingers move, mm. and she like immediately stopped him. And was like, "Don't do that. I hate that." Mm. <laughs> it's was, important. He said it was really disappointed because he the mouth. He was like, "The mouth fingers. That's my move. Like I love the mouth fingers." Ah, uh, don't have a move, guy. Yeah, <laughs> you got you got to tailor it. Good on her for like setting boundaries. For it yeah, and being like, no, mm, no, being straight, straight with it. But uh, I think he's just surprised. Because it's not, I don't know, I haven't encountered that. Where, that's not one I, I find that people are typically like, I'm very much not into it. Like, I don't think I like it. It's a little gross. I don't think yeah. I like it so much. I think, uh, like, in the case of girlfriends driving the car and I'm doing it just to tease her, I'm okay with that. But I think if, like, uh, say I'm with a guy and he puts his fingers in my mouth, I don't know. I don't think I would like that as much. No. boys. Well, boys are gross. Boys are gross. Yeah. I don't know where that hand's been. He was out there touching, like, dirt and snails. <laughs> it's salamanders yeah, yeah. so he's many at, fucking salamanders he goes out there mixing a potion in the backyard <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was just, all boys are sorcerers <laughs> uh, that's why you see him out there in the yard t-posing all the time a bass a bass all boys are sorcerers that's right i, I didn't even get to the point of that story that was the origin of the fucking mouth fingers point because he was saying this and i was like some people some people aren't into the mouth fingers so yeah, they don't love it some people don't got a tooth for the mouth fingers. In my experience, like I don't know, I'm I'm really tactile, so like 
don't know. I touch the face a lot, and that includes the lips. Mm. And then they just will do that on their own. That's yeah, I like, can get into like, that. I can get into like a hand on my face. Like, right. I ain't in there. I'm not trying to breach the mouth with my fingers, <laughs> but like, you know, they just go for it since my hand is there and I don't fucking stop. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's, yeah. that's my encounter with it. I think I could be more okay with that. If it was like a, I am ex- like, there is a finger near my yeah. mouth and I am choosing to, to allow it into my mouth. Not like a fucking, yeah. <laughs> like, <right. laughs> what, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm opening up a 10 piece chicken nugget sure just setting it down in front of them and i don't i don't tell them they gotta eat it but it's a 10 piece but it's there there. it's pretty good you're gonna eat a 10 piece if it's right there you might eat a couple of them no hey wait 10 piece because 10 fingers yeah yeah was that the joke yeah (laughs) 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 i'm not that clever donovan i was really i was like well i I connected those dots and i very fun way, huh? Was, was that the joke? <laughs> did you yeah. hear? Did you hear the X Files theme song? Once you finally connected the dots, <laughs> why ten nuggets, <laughs> ten fingers, <laughs> <laughs> ten nuggets for ten fingers, boy. I got ten nuggets for ten fingers, boy. <laughs> the truth is out there. Uh, you know what else is out there? What's that, man? Us, we out there making some pod. We um, out there behind the paywall shortly. You want to come <laughs> with us? Would you like to come along? Uh, head on over to patreon.com slash RFTB. Dylan's hanging out with us. We're going to continue the, I don't know, mouth finger talk. <laughs> sure. Talk, all kinds of good stuff. I hear there's a wheel involved. There's a oh, wheel. There's a wheel. Thank you. Uh, watch out for the bees, though. Don't get stung. Uh yeah, big ups for Daddy. Hold on, it's hard with it's hard with a handheld microphone. I got it. Oh, thank you, Ooh. thank you so much. Yes, I appreciate it. From here, <laughs> my yacht on the River Thames. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, our intro song is the song "Hanging On" by the band Nowhere. You can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro music is a song Stephanie by the Hay Fellows. You can find them at Instagram.com slash the Hay Fellows or on Spotify. Three words, the Hay Fellows. Big, thick, warm, greasy shout out to Rich Homie Barb, Spreadable Fruit, and Daddy, the man sitting right next to me. What up with you? Uh, Our $10 a month patrons. We're going to start making sure it is known on the main feed who, who butters our bread. Yeah, yeah when you own, when you own a river yacht, ten bucks a month ain't nothing. <laughs> we've been we've been doing the shout outs behind the Patreon typically, which we realize doesn't make any sense at all. Right? <laughs> you give us money, we'll read your name to you. <laughs> to you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, big big thanks to the to all of our Patreon backers. Uh, if you want your name read, give us ten bucks a month. Yeah, and you can uh, get access to those bonus episodes and access to that Discord. We're having a fucking good time in there. We yeah, got competing meme threads. Yep, <laughs> mine is substantially superior to Arthur's. I think I'm goes without saying. Gonna have to disagree uh, vehemently, especially what, what were the names? What did you name yours? Uh, Uncle Dono's shit post shit house. <laughs> mine is uh, Mary. Uh, what was it? Mary, Mary Arthur's, Arthur's meme cavern. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is yours. He's claiming it was more refined. Uh, yes, it's, that's yes, just it's called Mary Arthur's story. refined meat cavern. Yeah, Arthur doesn't want you to see reality. He's trying to put a blanket <laughs> on you. My memes get down into the real meat of shit. That's right. Mm. If you're looking for something more uh, mom and pop, more artisanal, you go over to Arthur's meme page. But if you're looking for that that grit. Right. If if you're if you're if you're a film noir kind of guy, why don't you head on over there to Donovan there meme page? If it's the fucking Snyder cut memes. Yeah. <laughs> shit post shit house. All Donovan's memes are four hours long. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I need to ask you about the Snyder cut on the bonus show, probably, because I keep seeing that and I don't I'm know. Into what that. It means. We'll talk about it. We'll talk cool. about it. You watched hey. it? No, I haven't no, oh, fuck I good. Know. I was like, why? <laughs> DC movie. No, thanks. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to get, I've been up on this microphone right here, but I'm going to continue to be on and I'm going to be like, eh, love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah. <laughs>